talk about the camera explosion. Hello everyone, my name is Gotham Sethi, and today we'll be discussing a paper um, that focused on the Cambrian explosion and explanations um, that accounted for the different factors um, that may have caused the Cambrian explosion. But first, a message from our sponsors, Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. All right, so now that we've got that out of the way, I think I'll first, uh, I'll go into factors for Cambrian explosion, like the environmental factors, developmental factors, and things like the ecological factors. But first, let's understand what the Cambrian explosion was. Essentially, um, the Cambrian explosion began um, as defined by when there was first evidence of the first lateralian fossils. They're also known as triploblasts, and they're defined by three primary cell layers, the outer ectoderm, the intermediate mesoderm, which is what we think of as our skeleton and most of our muscles, and then the inner endoderm, which is, includes the guts. And essentially, uh, the Cambrian explosion began when these animals were large enough to do things like burrowing. And the Cambrian explosion was, although it says explosion, which implies, you know, a quick burst, um, it, which was relatively, however, um, the Cambrian explosion was supposedly began around 542 million years ago, and it lasted for approximately what we estimate to be 20 million years. But before we start talking about um, the different explanations for why the Cambrian explosion may have happened, we first have to understand the difference between these two terms, diversity and disparity. See, diversity and disparity, they often can, uh, can be confused and kind of used interchangeably, which is definitely not true. So what we mean by diversity is the number of species. Versus disparity, we are talking about the morphological differences, the distinctness between species, right? Like, for example, a good idea is, you know, um, if we have a, like a hundred beetles, right? Like hundred species of beetles and stuff, there's, they don't have a lot of differences, right? The disparity between those is very small, right? They're very minute changes versus if we look at the disparity between a mouse and a whale, you know, um, very clear um, and large morphological differences. All right, now I think we can get started on the different factors or explanations that are provided. So the first one that we're gonna discuss is environmental factors. So the environment must have been conducive to these complex life forms before they could have actually formed. So before the Cayman explosion must have happened, there must have been an environment that was ready to take on these um, types of creatures that came out of it. Um, obviously, as we know, the Cayman explosion um, was, by the end of the Cayman explosion, all the basis, all the basic body plans for the animals that are alive today were established. So the first expo uh, explanation we have for environmental factors was that there must have been an accumulation of oxygen that could then sustain um, large animals. The, only, uh, the, the one of the cons of this argument is the fact that it's very difficult to, under, to confirm this theory because it's very hard to know what the requisite amount of oxygen must have been to sustain these large animals. And there were large animals before the Cambrian era. So, uh, you know, they survived. So that likely wasn't. So there's, we're still very unsure about whether the oxygen constraint needed to be overcome. Another idea that we have is the idea of the snowball earth causing, um, being the environmental factor here. Essentially, the snowball earth was when the earth's surface became entirely or nearly entirely frozen. And this was said to be around 
650 million years ago, which is one of the major differences that this, uh, the only reason that we're considering this is because of the fact that the first unambiguous and continuous fossil record of animals appears to have started uh, very uh, shortly after the end of the snowball earth. However, like we mentioned, the, it, was, it was almost 100 million years before the um, supposed Cambrian explosion, so it doesn't make sense that it would have as much of a major role. And it's kind of hard to explain how the snowball earth would have led to the differences in the developmental and morphological organizations that occurred. Another uh, explanation we have is in the environmental factors area is the carbonic isotope anomaly that happened around the pre-Cambrian and Cambrian um, timeline. However, it's hard again to really connect the um, increase in uh, like these isotopes and connect them to really the uh, the effects that happen. Um, it's thought that you know this theory is really meant to be more of like an independent activity, may have not really had any impact on this explosion. And one of the last environmental factors that to be considered is the idea of the Cambrian true polar wanderer. This suggests that when the continents were moving, there was um, large amounts of methane that were um, exposed to the environment, and this um, caused an increase in temperature, which increased diversity. However, like we mentioned before, that increasing in diversity does not always mean that there's an increase in disparity. And as a result, this theory fails to mention um, how this may, how the increase in temperature may have affected the disparity between the animals. Because clearly, um, different types of animals are formed. Uh, a different phyla, right? As you mentioned, the triploblasts were the three primary cell layers. These were, um, that's when we suppose that the Cameron explosion actually started. Um, that they were defined by the creation um, and existence of the fossils for these animals. And then what we have here is also the ecological factors. Like we mentioned, we're discussing three different types of factors here. So the reason that ecological factors is very important, again, is the fact that in order for animals to survive, they have to have some form of like um, duty in the environment, some sort of um, niche that they're filling. And essentially, this um, theory posits that there must have been the opportunity for new populations to enter these uh, this ecosystem. And the, uh, one of the I guess issues is when you look at it, why would um, why would the end Permian you know era not um, lead to new genetic, genetic diversity, right? Um, kind of like the Cambrian explosion. And this theory actually can explain that is because even though um, a lot of animals did um, die out at the end of the end Permian mass extinction, right? It was the largest extinction, extinction in um, history. Uh, it was the fact that a lot of the uh, the few animals that survived had, were already filling those niches. So there, were, there wasn't really room for those potential new phyla to come in and, you know, um, take, in a, take up a different duty in the environment. And this essentially implies that currently there are still potential phyla that can manifest, but they're again waiting for that niche, that ecological opportunity to open up. And this theory again is promising. I think it, it does explain that some aspects of why this um, and this uh, Cambrian explosion must have occurred because there has to have been um, the opportunity for these um, 
these new uh, phyla to these new animals to actually complete some sort of duty in their respective environment to, you know, um, get food to survive and, you know, fill basic needs, like basic ecological needs. Um, and then I think the next factor that we're going to discuss is something called the developmental factors. And this is really dealing with the genetic, um, uh, the, ba the basics of the genetic diversity here, because an animal can't evolve if the genes you know, don't allow for them for the change because in order for them, in order for there to be actual um, changes in animals, there has to be expression of genes differently, right? If the genes aren't there, you know, they and they're not in place, then there really can't be any new innovation. And so, the again, developmental or as we know, genetic innovation has to have played a major role in in this explosion um, that we um, think about. And again, like we said, these are all possible factors, right? So developmental factors has to be, has to have contributed something. And, and a lot of um, workers, what they think of is the fact that the, what, what we consider to be the triploblast developmental system um, is one of the major causes for the exploration because clearly gene duplication had to have been a major component in order for this to actually have occurred. There has to have been expression of, um, of genes in a, in a different way. And that's why we come to what we consider the combinatorial genome, where essentially the animal development system is has to be combinatorial in nature, which means it has to have uh, different factors combining those, um, which implies that even small changes in gene expression would lead to a complex um, range of new types of um, animals, this gene expression would have clearly contributed to that. And I think, again, all these, um, all these factors clearly explain some different aspect as to why this explosion may have happened. Um, clearly, the environmental factors had to have been at play because if there weren't, um, if there weren't, uh, like, for example, like a conducive environment, then complex life clearly couldn't have, um, flourished um, like uh, if, we, if we think of the origin of life itself if there had not been certain um, environmental factors like you know availability of water or some sort of um, like those those types of factors in the environment have to have played a factor but again it's really understanding I don't think any one of these factors is is alone in addressing why this explosion may have happened I think each of them provide different explanations as to why some aspect of like of this time period was ready for this explosion and i think it can also explain why you know this hasn't happened so many times because it requires this type of explosion that hasn't happened because it requires all these different factors to be at play for example like the environmental factor um there has to have been something uh that was ready for the environment right maybe it was um like we posited before maybe it was that there was enough oxygen in the um the atmosphere at that time to where it could support, you know, a, uh, a wide array of new um, large animals. Or it could have been maybe the, uh, you know, the snowballer theory or <clears throat> maybe the increase in temperature from the methane was a factor in, you know, allowing for this new, um, these new uh, species to, you know, prosper. And again, we also have to consider things like ecological factors, right, as you mentioned. Um, why animals, you know, 
change their behaviors, for example, like through predation, maybe they're trying to escape um, some sort of um, predators. Like, uh, as we mentioned, I think something that uh, was discussed in the paper also was the fact that um, a scientist uh, believed that also one of the reasons for the, an increase in diversity in this area and disparity was, was the fact that a lot of the animals which are the animals in the ocean floor were trying to escape the ocean floor predators and so they would move to the, the ocean column and which is essentially changing what what kind of elevation they were in the water and again this again these factors have to play some sort of um, role because if there had to be some sort of niche in the ecosystem that had been that would have to be available because otherwise these animals wouldn't have any way to you know um, get food, uh, access resources like um, food or water they have to have some sort of uh, some sort of duty in the environment where they could actually you know um, I guess get these resources and again developmental factors have to have been a major um, reason because these you know they can't be new morpho morphological changes if the genes there aren't aren't there for expression right um, if uh, all, at the end of the day, it's all based off what ha changes in the genes because there might be, you know, these new niches that are open. However, if there isn't, uh, like, you know, room for that, uh, that that diversity through the genome and, like we said, the combinatorial um, genome where where those small changes can create uh, such a wide range of, like, expression and morphological expression, then there couldn't have been, you know, even though the the niche may be open, those new animals won't be there to fill that niche. So I think it's important to consider all these factors. And I think we come to what the camera explosion really was is why it really fascinated me was just because of this, because of the fact that it couldn't have been one uh, one key thing. It had to have been, you know, um, I think what fascinated me was why this wouldn't have happened so many other times, right? Like there was really one major mass extinction um, like the Permian uh, extinction, which we discussed earlier, which was, you know, a bunch of other, a bunch of factors, right? Like, for example, acidification of the ocean, things like that, which really, you know, things like that really, I think, fascinate me. And that's one of the main reasons I was drawn to the, the Cambrian explosion. And I think it kind of shows you that, you, you know, obviously, you know, it wasn't as quick as we would um, kind of expect something you know, with the term explosion to be, right? Usually explosion is a quick um, burst um, of, uh, you know, changes, you know, that, that's usually how we think of these. Um, but when, I think when you look in terms of evolution and just the history of like all these animals, when you look at that large timeline of like billions of years, 20 million years, all these changes occurring within 20 million years, all the basic body plans being established in this period of 20, uh, 20 million years kind of highlights how extraordinary this time period was that all these different factors that we discussed had to have been at play. There had to have been some sort of developmental or, or as we understand, like um, genetic uh, factor. And they had to have been, the environment had to have been ready for, you know, maybe uh, like those different, um, like the, for example, like maybe enough oxygen or, maybe some sort of resources that were available. And there had to have been some sort of niche for these animals to come in and fill, right? And I think just the fact that all these different factors had to play such a major role 
Um, they all had some sort of role in uh, bringing about what we like understand as to be triple bust, right? Because they really defined the beginning of the Cambrian explosion. I think it's just it's extraordinary um, when you think of that on that scale that all these things had to happen at the same time. And I think that's why I was attracted to this, so, uh, to this idea of the Cambrian explosion and why I explored it um, for the, the creative assignment. And I think uh, just to add on to kind of what drove me here is just this. I think uh, this is a great way to you know talk about really what makes, I guess, um, global change so interesting is because of the fact that it allows you to really kind of explore wide-ranging things throughout history and, you know, understand so many different things that have happened. Before we end here, I just want to add that a lot of the content, a lot of the um, time ranges in this paper were based off of <clears throat> like readings of um, fossils, and I think I, I just want to go into the fact that a lot, a lot of this, right? Um, there may be some incompleteness there. These animals may have originated a little bit before the fossils record suggests. However, attempts to use other forms of like dating methods, like molecular clocks, can often lead to larger ranges in terms of time periods and. Oftentimes, these fossil records are really just meant to be um, a way to have a more of a concise, uh, like a accurate guess of what the time period would be. But yeah, this um, paper that this is referencing was um, actually by someone named Charles R. Marshall, um, which was, it was titled Explaining the Cambrian Explosion of Animals, um, and it was from Harvard University. And thank you, everyone. I... Really appreciate you sticking this far, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.